It's me, John Cena. Uh, but no, actually, this is the Off Topic Podcast. Hi, and welcome to our first episode. So the structure of the Off Topic Podcast is essentially we will be having a list of topics every single week, and we will roll a dice, and every time we roll the dice, it'll have a new topic for us to discuss, and we'll basically talk that topic to death, and then move on to the next one. So to introduce everybody, uh, hi, I'm Lawson, and I'm the producer of the show. I'm a telecommunications student, and at the moment, I'm really craving pasta, although I'm always craving pasta. My three topics for the week are probably uh, linebacker, um, basketball, and Bugs Bunny. All right, and I'm the real Lawson. No, my name is JP, and the three topics that I'm suggesting to start off our fun list, which will make up most of our episodes in the future, are going to be foxes, dictators, glass um oh fun facts um i don't know i'm so interesting i can't narrow down anything about myself (laughs) well i guess we'll just have to learn more about you through the episode yep no i'm not giving any surprises so you'll have to get to know me the hard way all right who's next all right guys i'm dylan um I am also a telecom student, uh, telecom productions to be specific, and to be honest, I can't really think of anything interesting about me either. I'm kind of boring. Um, but my three topics are going to be uh, tigers, pocket watches, and um, uh, tattoos. Nice. Tattoos is a good one. Yeah, it is. Huh. All right, so now for our last host. All right, I'm Cedric. I'm the real Slim Shady. <laughs> but unlike these guys, I'm even more boring. My topics? Wi-Fi, speakers, cheese. I like cheese. Yeah, cheese is great. Jeez, we got the most interesting people to do the most random podcast, didn't we? You can tone down the sarcasm just like ten notches. Nah, there's not a lever for that on the soundboard. <laughs> not yet. I'm going to make one. It's because you can be like... Like just a giant crank, or maybe a wheel, just spin it. Oh, that'd work. I got wheels over here. Wee 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 wee. I'm playing with people's volume. <laughs> okay, and that'll come across in the audio, won't it? Wee 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 wee. <laughs> that came off a little bit. Why? Why would you do this to us? <laughs> to our family? To who we are? All right. So what are we doing with this list, Lawson? Alrighty. So now we're gonna get a dice, uh, or rather a. Uh, because we forgot our dice at home today, we're going to be using some virtual dice. All right, how many topics we got? 12. We got 12. We have 12, right. so roll a D12, and we will be on our way. Oh, uh, D12 is not an option here. I just have two dice. Okay, then just roll two D6s, or regular six-sided dice for all you laymen. <sighs> all right, is this for your topic, I assume? Uh, this is for the entire list. Well, I mean, like, your topic for today. Sure. All right, here we go. And rolling. You got 12. I got 12. And that happens to be cheese. Ooh. Ooh. Yummy. All right, for my topic, we got eight. Pocket watches. Ooh, nice. Pocket watches. 
I can talk about those for a while. All right. And next we got five <laughs> dictators. Nice. And lastly, two. Bugs Bunny. Ooh. All right. And Lawson, correct me if I'm wrong, but for today's episode, we are going to talk these topics one at a time. And unlike what we will usually have, we are having no research or preparation because we just found out these topics and we're just going to start talking. Yep. We're just going to keep going. However, in the future, we will make sure to research these a little bit ahead of time. Will it be actual, like, PhD level research? No. But it should be Maybe funny. not yours. Okay, fine. Just keep calling me out then. <laughs> Alrighty, so should I start? Yeah, go for it. Alrighty, guys. Cheese. People like cheese. Especially people up in Wisconsin. Man, they're the cheese heads up there. I mean, way to be stereotypical, man. Like, Wisconsin people like other things, too. No, no, they totally do. They like but beer. Like they do curds. like beer. And they like their Packers, too. Yeah, yeah. Do you think the Packers are named the Packers because it was named for, like, cheese-packing people? Is that a thing? I think that is. I'm not sure. That sounds familiar. So what's everyone's favorite type of cheese? If you had to pick, hmm. like, one. Cheddar. Pepper Jack. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, I, yeah. I have to say provolone. Um, I'm going to go with ear provolone? cheese. So you know, basically, when you haven't, like, used the Q-tip in a while, and you just, like, dig your finger in that's there? That's earwax. I call it ear cheese. That's it's really gross. Yeah, yeah. What? I think provolone's a little better than that. Okay, yeah, provolone is better, but I'd still prefer pepper jack. <laughs> um, which one's provolone? Provolone's the white cheese. Ooh. And it usually comes in, like, triangles. You always see it at Subway. Uh, no, actually, I worked at Subway for a year, and it was terrible. And the provolone was always in these semicircles. Oh, yeah, no, 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 you're right, that's right. And it comes in a whole circle, and then they just break it in half. Yeah, and they break it in half, and then they put it on your sandwich, and then you get burned by the oven. The, the cheddar comes in triangles at Subway. Cheddar no, and pepper ched- jack. And pepper jack, I right. The cheddar came in strands. Well, they, I think they have one yeah, of each. Yeah. Well, no, no, cheddar comes in strands. We don't actually have a regular cheddar option. We do have American, and that's also in triangles. Oh, okay, okay. Everyone knows triangles for squares, just half a square. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, Subway... Is it true about that whole, that smell of fresh bread is just totally faked? I, honestly, from the one I worked at, I never smelled fresh bread. Well, there, Subways have a specific smell. And a while back, I read this article that was saying that that smell is actually from a specific chemical that they spray by the entrance to smell like fresh bread. But that's not like a natural smell. Considering that... While I was working there, I basically did every single job. Not all at the same time. I'm not 10 dudes at once. Um, I never was involved in spraying a fresh bread smell anywhere. It may be because we actually cooked all of our own bread in-house. Well, that sounds like a dope candle. Fresh bread smell. Yeah. I, <laughs> although, it'd be better to just make your own bread. Because, going for your Cedric's new well, candle line. We're helping him out. <laughs> well, actually, making your own bread is fairly easy to do. And you can also do it for really cheap. I think all you need is flour... And some salt and water. Yeast, maybe? I, I mean, like that depends on the kind of bread. Because some bread doesn't automatically rise. And you right. don't want the yeast. Because there's all kinds of bread out there. Flatbreads. High breads. Flatbread is a kind of bread. 
That is a fact. If you, if you took, like, wheat bread and then made it flat, would it be a flat bread? Or how would that work? Because I think, like, a flat bread just doesn't have yeast in it. But I'm not quite sure. I, I've never really eaten flat bread. What so. is flat bread besides flat? And bread. Well, it's not flattened bread. Is I think that's an important distinction. I know, but, like, say that you're just giving the bread to someone. You're not going to say it's flattened bread. You're just going to say it's flatbread. It was flattened, but unless they ask about what what is the history of this bread, I'm not going to tell them that it's flattened bread. I'm just going to tell them, hey, I like to know the history bread. of the bread. I'm Let's eating. find it out. <laughs> so, in other words, if I make you a sandwich, are you going to ask for the details on every single item in the sandwich? No, just the bread. Just the bread. So I could put, like, someone's diamond ring in a sandwich, and you'd be like, I'm not going to question this. I'm not going to question why someone's engagement ring or other unspecified ring is inside my sandwich. Well, that's not However, really fair. That doesn't count as a regular ingredient. Listen, it depends on where you're eating. That you get rings as a regular ingredient? Listen. Yeah, I have, where would you go to get a diamond ring? Um, basically, just a sandwich shop, which has very clumsy people who just keep knocking their rings off. I think a place, sandwich restaurant that has very wealthy people working there, too, that are also clumsy. Listen, if you're working there, you're not wealthy. Then why do you have a diamond ring? Maybe it's just their passion. They love bread. All and cheese. I, Who are you to dictate sure. their lives? Um, no one. There you go. There you go. Boom, humility. I, I'm learning it. You know, I was sitting here looking up, trying to look up the history or fun facts of cheese. Uh, fun fact, cheese history is very, very boring. Um, although... Fun thing I didn't realize, China, sorry, <laughs> I'm dyslexic and combined two words. Cheese is rarely found in East Asian cuisines and culture. Really? You know, I didn't really think about that, but yeah, I guess, I guess you know, have... when I go to Panda Express, they don't have much cheese stuff there. Or like any Chinese or Japanese or Thai restaurant, any of that. Yeah, no, it's because the majority of the population is lactose intolerant. What? Not really? Well, like, worldwide, yeah. Well, I was just making a silly joke about panda, because I know that's not, like, real Asian food, but, like, wait. No, like, worldwide, a lot of people are lactose intolerant. Like, after they get past, like, toddler age, like, they just can't process milk anymore. Man, that'd be terrible. I love milk. I love cheese. I like milk. I like ice cream. I'm not big on milk. Plus, it's so much stuff now says it's unhealthy for you and all sorts of weird stuff. Listen, they said that about everything. I think they said that about eating at one point. My cereal has no other friends about milk. Well, I I try to just use, like, soy milk or almond milk or something. But I feel guilty about that, too, because that's not really good for the environment. It's all really bad. But, you know, like, ugh. You know they say for every gallon of milk? That's not true. Dying is bad for the environment, too. It releases a lot of methane. You become fertilizer. Not necessarily. If you die in a land dump, you don't. If you die in a land dump, what are you doing? You don't get to judge me. You can't dictate people's <laughs> lives. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not judging. I'm just wondering. Like, what are you doing that is so dangerous that you'll just die while hanging out in a landfill? Heart attack from finding cool stuff at a landfill. What cool stuff have you found at a landfill before? What cool stuff haven't you found? I mean, I found a lot of banana peels and sadness. <laughs> If I found tangible sadness, I'd say that's pretty cool. No, you wouldn't. You'd be sad. It's not contagious. 
Have you found tangible sadness wait, before? Wait. Then you don't know. Wait, I had a different thing we were going to talk about involving... Yeah, so it's sadness, speaking of. So for every gallon of milk, there is like three drops of pus in it. Ew. Just just fun facts for really? you lovely milk drinkers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, in yeah. every teenager's face, there's probably about like a gallon of pus. You're not drinking a teenager's face. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> I'm always going to have a comeback for you, Lawson. <laughs> are you? Are you? Because I will say some very weird things. This is what the whole show is going to be. It's going to be me saying weird things and then you trying to come with a comeback for them. Uh, what if I say that what? elves stole my mom? She deserved it. <laughs> I don't mean it in that kind of way. I mean, like, her cookies didn't compete. No, as in, like, they eloped with her, and now my mom is married to an elf, and I have a very weird, short stepdad. They need to reproduce for Santa's uh, sweatshops. <laughs> he is making a good point. <laughs> I don't know if you could hear that head slap on the audio. Just facepalm so hard that I hope you guys can catch it. Uh, no, but anyways, so apparently because milk comes from, you know, cows can only produce milk when they're reproducing. I mean, just like any other mammal, just like, you know, women in general, you, you know, uh, they don't produce milk unless they need to. So it's not like... Farmers just wait for the cows to have a child and then milk them, and that's where milk comes from. They have their glands producing milk all the time, and it just kind of destroys their udders, and it becomes gross and messed up. So, yeah, blood and pus is in your daily milk. I know. It's still pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, to be fair, blood is delicious. That's basically the main component in sausage. He's a vampire, guys. (laughs) Yeah, they – okay, so basically a sausage is I mean, I believe it. Blood sausage is, like, really – Blood sausage is a thing, but like a lot of sausage in general is just basically they took all the stuff that they couldn't put into actual meat, they grinded it up, they put it inside the intestines, and then give it to you. That includes the blood. Gross. Yeah. Why do you think it has to be like wrapped up together? Because otherwise it just, like, it's blood. It'll just fall out. But when I cut it, a bunch of blood doesn't fall out. Why don't vampires eat sausages then? Well, vampires are just weird in general, I think. Um, also think that they like drinking like straight blood. Like if a vampire okay, could eat, I'll, stu- I'll give you that yeah. one. If vampires could eat like regular food, I think they would be the kind of people who would like to partition all of their food separately. Like they'd want, okay, my rice is here. My peas are here. Here's my corn and here's my meat. Nothing can touch because I'm just that way. Do you think that for vampires, different types of blood are different flavors? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Easily. So what do you think those would be? Like, what what kind of bloods are there? There's A positive, B positive. There's O negative. O or negative. O and positive. A, B. A, B. Yeah. And then A, B negative. Yeah. Just a bunch of negatives and positives. This is math. Does that just, like, indicate how happy or sad you are, whether it's positive or not? <laughs> These are the big questions we ask here. This is tangible happiness for vampires. <laughs> <laughs> well, something that I've seen explored in vampire stories is... Say that someone, like, say someone drank alcohol and stuff, and that's in their blood. Could a vampire get drunk by drinking someone's blood? I think I've seen stories where that's true, but other times where they just ignore that fact. Yeah, because you do have a blood alcohol content. I feel like I saw something where that was true. Yeah, but considering, like, most, like, 
like the day, like when you start getting officially too drunk to drive is yeah. about like 0. 0.08 BAC, which is like, it's points eight percent alcohol in your blood. That's like one drink actually, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, but, it's not that much. Well, okay. It is a good bit, but like a vampire would not be able to get drunk on that unless they drink all of their blood. Oh, I see what you're saying. Fair yeah, so point. like yeah. you could like there's there is a lot of alcohol in you, and but you not probably all have to blood. pee before you can drink all that blood. Well, do vampires yeah. have blood? Because they're drinking blood. From what I understand, like that's they, a lot of weight. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of blood to consume. Yeah. I, I don't see a vampire just like drinking like all of someone's blood in one sitting. Like, yeah, that's, that's like, like a three or four course meal. That's like drinking a two liter just straight. Like some people can do it, but. Yeah, that's what to? I think it comes down to. Some people could, but it's not the norm. That's why I'm more vampires. He'll probably me. like really hate himself afterwards too, and like make himself throw up. <laughs> yeah. So, do you think like blood packs are essentially like their TV dinners? Like they just take one out of the fridge and they're like, "Well, I'd rather be having like a four course meal or something, but I guess this is what I'm having tonight." You guys see that show, The Strain? I've heard You've of it, heard but of I, it? I don't know anything about it. Oh, I have heard of it, too. I, I watch it. It's fairly good. But, no, there was a point where, uh, like, one a vampire has this, a more sophisticated vampire has this girl hostage, and uh, he keeps making her eat pineapple so her blood will taste better. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> and it's a very serious show, and that's... I, like it's supposed to be scary or something, but I was. And you just l- laughed. I was like, "Why they had to make it pineapple? That really, <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. Yeah, I, I watched True Blood. Like that. That was the immature writer's joke. Like he was just like, "I'm gonna pitch this and see if it slides." <laughs> well, in True Blood, like there was also similar things like, like, "Yeah, oh yeah, things are so dark and scary. You have vampires and werewolves and whatever." However, you also have just random things that are really silly and you just can't take them seriously. Like, I think, like, the main character was part fairy. And I I get, like, oh, yeah, that's supposed to be, like, whoa, cool, unique. However, I was just like, really? Really? Okay. Sure. Sure, writers. Go ahead. (laughs) I feel like a lot of writers are really ashamed of some of the things they have to write. Ashamed, or maybe they're just done. Because I've also reached that point at times, you know? They're just like, eh, it's a paycheck. Yeah. I mean, it's like that with any job. If you're not working on something you're passionate about, you're not going to put in as much effort, and it's not going to be as good. And I think at that point, it was like season five or something. So, like, the show had already gone past its expiration date. So it was basically just, like, coasting. (laughs) And, well... I can understand how you want to keep a show alive because having a semi-steady paycheck is good. Well, it's I, like any business. You just keep doing it until you start losing money. Yeah. And then some people just don't know when to stop. Mm. Yeah. Thankfully, it ended, and I enjoyed the ending of True Blood. Well, mildly. But at least now there's room for new shows on HBO. Like Game of Thrones. Or Ballers. I... I with the really rock, right? Much of ballers. Yeah, uh, it, which I like the, the rock and what's his name, Rob Corddry. Yeah, yeah, I like him. Ballers is actually him. really good. Like, it takes like all the stardom and stuff of football and everything, and it sort of condenses it. Like, oh hey, this is what real people experience. And considering it's the rock and considering it's HBO, I have no doubt they put a lot of research into this. Yeah, and so it follows like 
a guy who uh, who previously was like in the NFL and then he left because he just wanted to have like a regular life and him always wanting to go back because he loved being a star and he loved being on the field. And you have The Rock who is dealing with health complications and stuff because of his old career. But now he's an agent for people, so he's trying to do right by everyone else in the football area. I don't doubt it's a not I don't doubt wait, how's that expression? I don't doubt that yeah, I don't doubt that it's a good show. Um, sorry, I got confused there for a second. But I just, one of the reviews I heard of it uh, was just, it's not a bad show, but these guys, like, big seasonal climactic problems are, like, more mild than the average person's everyday problems. Like, they just need to grow up and take care of business. And I was like, I could see that being true. <laughs> but... No, HBO is great stuff. I haven't seen Westworld yet. I want to watch that. That's supposed to be really good. I haven't heard of that one either. Oh, it just premiered. It's supposed to be really cool. Um, Yeah, I'm all about weird sci-fi stuff. Yeah, it's based off a book from the same writer that wrote Jurassic Park. Oh, I think it also had a movie like a while, like a long time ago. It did. Uh, Apparently, it was very weird. But the TV show's been getting good reviews all around, so. Personally, I like weird because... For a very long time, people were just happy with staying safe when it came to their shows, and so no boundaries were really pushed. But now people are like, okay, hey, now we can appeal to more niche and niche audiences, and they can make better and weirder stuff. So I'm not seeing the same plot line over and over and over, because for a lot of sci-fi shows, it's like, oh, hey, there's aliens. Aliens want to kill us. But certain shows are like, oh, hey, here are aliens, and they're just weird. They're just hanging out. They don't really want to kill us or befriend us. They're just like, hi. It's sort of like if you see someone in Walmart. It's like, oh, hey, I know them, but do I really want to go out of my way to say hello? Rick and Morty in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Rick and Morty is actually a great example of that. Like, 10 years ago, that show wouldn't really have been as popular as it is today. But because, like, audience fragmentation and stuff, people are liking it more. Because, like, wow, I could not get this anywhere else. And it's very unique. And it's weird, and it's written very well. So they took a strange idea, and they put a lot of time and effort into making it good, and now people love it. I'm very surprised by how much people like Rick and Morty. I mean, it's a great show, and it deserves to be liked as much as it does. But it's like, people don't normally really watch that. Like, Adult Swim is a channel, like, I love it, but it's like... You know, that's the channel you're like, oh, nothing's going on. I'm going to watch late night cable. Yeah. You don't really follow mo- any shows on Adult Swim. The thing with Rick and Morty, though, it's like every single episode they do is like super unique and very different. nuanced on yeah, different it's, levels. Yeah, it's like never been done before. And I think that's where they bring in a lot of their audience from, just because n- not just the the uniqueness of the story and the episodes itself, but the character developments and like Rick and, and Morty. And also uh, the parents. <laughs> they yeah. portray a real modern-day flawed yeah, marriage. Uh, Beth and Jerry and then the, oh the sister gosh. Summer. Yeah. yeah. There's no routine to the show, which I find is good, because you're not just thinking, oh, I'm going to watch Rick and Morty just to see, just to like, because it's going to be the same old thing over and over. No, every single episode like has something that's important to the overall plot, and every single episode is different. Like, yeah, you may have some episodes which are slightly similar, such as the... Uh, like multiversal TV shows, yeah, but each of those covered very different topics. Like the first well, one, so throwaway episode. Like that's they they know exactly 
that that's what they're doing. That what they actually do is one guy does a lot of the voice. One guy voices both Rick and Morty and several other characters, and they throw him into a sound booth and he just improvises for an hour, oh, and then okay. they animate it. It's like Trey that's Parker. where all the TV shows come from. It's like Trey Parker and Matt Stone, the creators of South Park. They literally do every single voice on South Park, except yeah. maybe like one or two of the girls. Like they do every single character, just the two. Have of them. Have you ever seen that documentary, Six Days of Air? Is that the documentary about them? Yeah. Where they talked about their musical and stuff? No, 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 no. It's about how each episode of South Park is made. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And they're all in, like, the meeting room, and they're all just talking about their ideas. Like, I don't know if it still holds that today, but they were saying South Park is considered the hardest to make show on television because it's written... And it's written within yeah. a few days of when it's supposed to be air. It's supposed I think to be air. It's within like a two week span where they get an episode out from conception to air. Yeah. And animation yeah. is always really hard. And yeah. I, and yeah, South Park style may be fairly simple, but it's still animation and animation takes a while. They always make episodes like after something that's current. So like if you guys have watched the first episode of this new season, oh like my gosh. The, the very first scene was the whole Colin Kaepernick not standing <laughs> for the national anthem thing. Their take on it was yeah, so it was I hilarious. haven't seen the newest episode. Yeah, I me am neither. It's it. great. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it tonight. Uh, Personally, how, what I love about South Park is just so basically they have a thing to get past the FCC. Essentially, like you, you know how a lot of South Park structure, like oh my gosh, how did that make it to air? Well, it turns out that every South Park episode is written with one really, really bad joke. Like one that FCC cannot allow under any circumstances. And compared to that terrible joke, the rest of the episode is relatively normal. So they can get a lot more stuff through. Because that one joke is just so bad that they're like, okay, you know what? Just cut this up, cut this joke. And you're fine. And then they can put out whatever they want. They just need to have one really big thing. And then the FCC is like, okay, please do not do that. Please. With the exception of when they try to have Muhammad as a character. (laughs) Well, even that, like they probably had something like even more offensive than that. And compared to that, well, they they ended up um, censoring him. Oh yeah, that's right. They did do that. Yeah. Like at the very last second. They were actually, that was actually a big thing for a little while because they were getting so many death threats too. Um, yeah, death threats are never cool, guys. Please don't send death threats. So I'm going to stay on a similar topic here but change things up a bit. Um, you know what movie I just watched the other day? First time in like 10 years? Shrek? No, not Space Shrek. Space Jam. It was Space Jam. Space Jam was on last night. I yeah. saw some of it. Yeah. That's, admittedly, that's why my topics were like basketball and Bugs Bunny, because I just thought oh about Space gosh. Jam. Really? You know, that movie's not as good as it used to be when I was a kid, but it's still very entertaining. And last time I saw it, I don't know how old I was, like not eight or nine or something. And the only player I knew was Michael Jordan, obviously. Right. But now watching it, like I, I know who they're talking about, like Scottie Pippen and, mm-hmm. and all them. I What really surprised me was... Um, the interaction between animation and real life. Yeah. yeah. I, I was so much more aware of it than I was as a kid. And I just, every scene I was like, I was imagining just Michael Jordan in a green screen room. Yeah, you know? exactly. And I was, I was a little just, dis- but I think that's also cause like we're telecom students and we were thinking like, how would, how is this made? Definitely. Not, yeah, absolutely. I'm a child and watching it. 
You also have to think it was made 10 years ago where it probably yeah. looked state-of-the-art back then. Now. No, I remember For sure. thinking it was great. I also listened to what like Bill Murray and other characters were saying this time I was watching it, and I was like, haha, they got funny lines. Mm-hmm. I didn't remember them being funny in it at all. I didn't right, know right. who Bill and Murray And Danny was. DeVito's in it? Yeah, and he's DeVito the bad guy, like the, the main bad guy. bad guy. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Wait, was Danny DeVito like? Did he voice the main bad no, guy? No, no, no. He was the uh, the park owner in space, and he sent the four aliens to. Earth. Okay, yeah, but so he, he voiced, he voiced yeah. him. Yeah. Okay, I did yeah. not put two and two together. My friends have just started getting me into It's Always Sunny. Oh my gosh! Oh man, that's, that's a such great a great show. show. I love that so show good. so much. Yeah, my favorite one so far is probably the Dennis system. Oh um, yeah, that's a good one. There, there are much better ones. Though. The, the thing about that show is you get to. Uh, like what if when you finally seen the first like seven seasons, there's you're like, What's your favorite episode? And you're like, Well, I have twenty episodes I love. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Like I had a friend that's like I saw one episode with me and they liked it and I was like, Okay, well let me show you this other episode, this other episode because every episode starts getting really good. I just wait till it's on Netflix and then I binge the yeah, season. For sure. And the but, more you watch it, the more you realize how terrible of people they are they are just charlie work the, the worst people charlie work uh, charlie work yeah. ago. well that's why you can laugh at them because yeah, you, oh yeah you don't for feel sure bad no it's no like, of course these not people deserve what's happening to yeah them. everyone hates them <laughs> cricket the mcboyles i actually went to the it's always sunny bar uh mac and d own like a real bar that's like almost exactly the same except really? it's nice and it's decorated with it's always sunny stuff is it in philadelphia and it's in philadelphia. really because i heard that they have a bar just like that but it's not in philadelphia well i was in philadelphia yeah. and i went there and that's why i started watching the show because i was like i guess i should give this show a shot because this and i was kind of young uh but yeah it's gone it for really like cool. 11 seasons now I think they just finished their tenth, but maybe maybe they finished their eleventh. I I hear that they're uh, getting close to some kind of record for live action comedy, because if you think about it, there's not that many live action comedies, and they don't normally run more than ten seasons. How long did Seinfeld go for? Seinfeld was nine. Oh, was it? Huh. Yeah, they stopped when they were at their highest. That's the classic thing. Oh, like, okay. He didn't wait for the show to get bad. He just stopped when he had yeah. the highest ratings. And also, like, towards the end, Seinfeld started getting weird. What? Like, if you compare the earlier episodes of Seinfeld to the later ones. Different writers. Different writers, yeah. And also, like. David was only there for the first two seasons or something like that. Really? Yeah, Yeah, like, first two or three. Oh, man, I didn't know that. But I kind of binge watched Seinfeld when it came on Hulu, so. Did you guys watch Dexter? I know I'm completely changing it. Dexter's Laboratory or, like, the murder show? Dexter, like, the murder show. I phased out in the last season. You know, it was the last two seasons that were just terrible. Like, yeah. they, they had, like, solid writers for the first five, and then, then they left, and they got a batch of new writers in, and then the last two seasons just Surprise, were terrible. Surprise, <laughs> <laughs> No, it was really good, those first five seasons, and then the last two just got weird. Yeah. I mean, the second to last one I watched, because I was like, eh, this is, let's see where this goes. But then the last season, I just... It was just terrible, and the, the ending, too, was just awful yeah, and then the, the original writer came out after the show ended and he was like this was my original ending and the way he described it it just sounded incredible it what was amazing was it? you want me to say it yeah okay. hashtag spoilers so Spoiler. like at the vi- the very well, last well, scene of the show was <laughs> i mean, I mean, it, has I, mean been, I mean it, it didn't really happen not how it ended yeah exactly also, this is what like, the original writer said he would make the ending okay go for it okay so like 
the last scene is Dexter sitting in this chair and he wakes up and he he's strapped down like he's gonna get the lethal injection and he looks over to his left and, and he sees like this window like we're looking at and he sees all the main characters all, all the main bad characters from each of the seven seasons and then behind them is every single person he killed throughout the entire show so every single person he killed including the main villains are watching him die interesting wait so yeah. he dies at the end yeah because i guess he got caught and they were gonna kill him with lethal injection uh, yeah yeah i had i never really had any interest in it because to me, it was like, okay, hey, it's a show about a guy who doesn't have many emotions. That's like the first episode. I'm like, okay, so how are you going to make this cool for me to watch? I mean, it, it gets your emotions. Yeah. And yeah. he grows more emotions. Yeah, he does. I like when his dad joins. <laughs> just his like, dad's there, yeah. <laughs> ghost of his dad just hangs out. <laughs> it's not a ghost. It's just like, you know, his... It's imagination. Yeah, it's like his uh, interpretation of what his dad's guidance would be. But it's, I just always imagine. Wait, wait. So that it's actor. not his real dad's house. It's just like in his mind. Yeah, because his dad died, and his dad knew he was kind of psychopathic yeah. when he was a child. But his dad like was like, "Hey, you're gonna be a serial killer, so let's teach you to only kill bad people." Because his dad was a cop and also didn't want to turn him in. And then his dad died, so he just hears his dad's voice in his head. But they like have the actor there, like you see him. And I always just imagine being that actor, like, no, I'm, I, I, I'm just here for, like, two lines every episode, <laughs> you know? Pay me my money, now I can leave. <laughs> that would be the perfect show for me to work on. No, voice acting is the way to go. Oh, yeah, for sure. sure. Oh, I would love to be a voice actor. Actually, no, I've, I've done some acting stuff in the past, and personally, my favorite part is when they buy you costume stuff, because it's for free. And... I know that I did a shoot once, and I got a shirt and shoes out of it. I still have that shirt today, and it's one of my favorite shirts. I don't think that happens usually. Usually they rent stuff, and you have to give it back. Really? Oh, Especially yeah. on, like, high-budget ones when you're spending, like, hundreds of thousands on period costumes. You're not keeping well, that. Well, I, I would not want to work on a period costume show. I mean, I don't really like Dublaze that much. But, like, a, a semi-recent show that's set in the present where I could just, like, oh, hey, just get me, like, a fitted T-shirt – I'll yeah, just take this home. they usually just rent it, and you have to give it back. And then for, like, bigger costume stuff, it's usually, like, a really big deal if you take stuff. Um, I was I heard an interview with one of the Marvel guys, and they're like, they, oh, we heard you took something from set. And he's like, yeah, but I can't say what it is. Otherwise, Marvel will show up at my house and ask for it back. Like, they're very strict. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and telecom and stuff. Like, when you have props, you're like, I ha- I'm using this for this shoot, but I'm going to want to use it for the next shoot, too. Yeah. Like, I have a ceiling fan blade just in my apartment. I don't know when I'm going to use it, but I know I'm going to use it at some point. Should we move on to our next topic, seeing as we're at 35 minutes right now and we've only done one? We've done two, actually. <laughs> have we? What was the second? Bugs Bunny, very briefly. Oh, yeah, we did. All right, fair yeah, enough. We did okay. Bugs Bunny. Hey, we did two. Nice. Pocket right. watches. Um, and the reason why I picked pocket watches was I actually noticed your watch, JP. <gasps> Ooh, you yeah, did. Yeah, it's pretty fancy. Ooh, it's, it's very shiny. Um, if this was a video show, I would put this up on the screen. But All right, let's describe not. my watch. Um, I'm colorblind, so uh, you guys go for it. Circular. Are you really? I am. Red, it, it's only red-green colorblind. However, okay. it, that affects a lot. Well, it's brown. And what is brown? Red um, and green. Poopy. Yeah, so basically, like, <laughs> everything with between red and green, and even, like, outside of it, is just a little bit off. So I never feel fully confident in what I'm wearing 
I mean, if you guys can see what I'm wearing right now, I'm like, it, it took me five minutes to say, like, you know what? No one's really going to see me today, except for these guys, so. You know, it, it does kind of match. You if know. you say so. I have no idea. Oh, no, I think it looks good. Thank you. I like the shirt. It. It, it's a good shirt. Now, it's a tight is, shirt. This is going to break soon. I need a new watch. If any of our audience wants to replace my watch, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Please send in all of your Door of the Explorer watches. <laughs> no, it's um, leather strap, golden looking, um, where you can see all the gears. Um, I heard someone say what kind of watch this is, but I'm not sure. But I, I really just wanted a watch with all the gears on the inside that you saw moving. And it's actually a twist, uh, like, time watch. So you have to, like, continuously twist uh, it to keep it going. Oh, like Bill and Ted style. I'm sorry. I just No, you're good. Um, I just don't know how many of our listeners have seen Bill and Ted's Most Excellent Adventure. I have not. It's on my list, though. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Yeah. It's, okay, it's a Keanu Reeves movie where he's very expressive. So... Off the bat, that's already crazy. It's like, oh He's my had god, a sad life. Yeah, you can look at him and be like, I'm, I'm sorry, Keanu Reeves. Do you need a hug? He does need a hug. I'd like that's to give John Reeves a hug. Two is all about. Yeah. <laughs> if, if anyone can uh, help me give Keanu Reeves a hug, I will gladly hug him. He's a nice guy, I bet. Yeah, I imagine he has like two dogs and three cats at home. Actually, he only has one dog now. Is that a John Wick reference? Yeah, that is a John Wick <laughs> reference. <laughs> my, my I bro- just saw the trailer for the new one last night. Oh, they, they're making a new one? Oh, they're making a second oh, one. Oh, man. <laughs> All I know about and, the first one is that like someone kills his dog, and he's like, you know what? I'm just going to commit several murders. Yeah. Oh, that's the he whole kills so plot. many people. It's the best action movie ever, because it, all it is is just... People don't go to action movies for the plot. No. They no. just go for Over really the top cool action. stuff. Yeah. So what's the plot? What's something everyone can get behind? All right, Keanu Reeves loves his wife. His wife dies. When she dies, what did she leave behind? A puppy. Now, who's some whiny little pathetic character that we can have? Oh, I know. Theon from Game of Thrones. So let's have <laughs> Theon kill the dog. All right. What does Keanu Reeves do next? Two hours of action cameo with really famous actors. It's just lots of fun. And it's some of the coolest action I've ever seen. I will have to check it out. I'm not doing anything tonight, so I may just go home and watch that. That's not really a plot uh, spoiler either, because the dog dies in the first five minutes. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure that was in the very first trailer of it. I think it's in, like, the description of the movie, too, like... His dog's killed and he wants revenge. So. <laughs> That's all the description. <laughs> I know a lot of people ask, like, are they, there's actually a site called Does the Dog Die? And basically, pe- well, because for a lot of people, like, they have pets and stuff, and when they see animals die, they're very affected. So, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I know that if I saw someone hurting a cat or basically any animal, I viscerally react because, like, no, no, no. Uh, I don't remember how visibly it was. It's enough that you definitely are on Keanu Reeves' side. I mean, I think I'd always be on Keanu Reeves' side. Keanu Reeves could go to war against anyone, and I'd be like, Keanu Reeves, I will follow you into hell. (laughs) Uh, He has the eyes of a leader. He does have nice eyes. (laughs) In your eyes. See, this again, I just want to be able to put a picture up and just... Have be like a slow fade in to Keanu Reeves' eyes, and we just slowly <laughs> zoom in on them. Audience, uh, at this time in the podcast, just 
bring up a picture of Keanu Reeves and just stare deeply into his eyes. We'll wait. So, you know, we talked about, <laughs> we, we talked about watches, but we haven't talked about pocket watches at all. We just talked about the watch that you have. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll put it in my pocket. Does anyone actually own a pocket watch? I do. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, I've never used it. Yeah, no, yeah, me neither. I just Honestly, I don't I don't have the courage to pull that off. And ironically, is this the proper... No, this isn't the proper use of irony, but I'm going to stick to it. <laughs> ironically, my roommate, coincidentally my roommate, uh, was wearing a pocket watch just the other day. Oh, okay. And he went to school and everything with it. Really? And I was like... Good for him. You, you, you got a set of stones, my friend. And he was like, yep. He's been just like... Watching the show that has a lot of steampunk in it. Oh, and he okay. was like, so I liked it. And I was like, yeah, for yeah, sure. Here we go. And I was like, all right, good for you. So what does uh, your pocket watch look like? Uh, silver. <laughs> does that have uh, a design on it at all? You know, it does, but I haven't seen it in a while. So oh, okay. I don't remember exactly. Um, it wasn't the most complex thing. I think it was like 20 bucks at a booth or something. Gotcha. You know? And I was like, I want a pocket watch. Um, or... You know, I think I got it as part of a costume, and if I was going to wear a vest and look, try to look a little classier, right. I'd do it. You need a vest. I think I did it. I think I had it at prom when I was dressing extra stuffy there for some go. reason. Yeah. Well, the prom is I'm like always, that. Well, no, I, I was dating a girl at a time, and we tried to always pump it up, look a little more interesting. So I wore, like, a Batman shirt under my prom shirt and just kind of, like, ripped it off. And was going to be Batman. Batman's um, cool. Just different things like that. But I don't know. That was us. Pocket watch. Pocket watches are older than wrist watches, I assume, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, maybe. I think grandfather clocks are bigger than the mall. They're older. Well, I think sundials are older than the mall, but I don't see how that pertains. <laughs> I mean, I would totally be down to have a like a wrist sundial. You know who's obsessed with sundials? Um, Amish people. <laughs> Makes a good point. Yeah, no, I, I I thought you wouldn't be able to pull a good end to that to that statement, but props to you, props to you. I do no. improv. I'm my entire point is to be able to come up with random stuff that somehow works. I'm like an inventor, both jokes. Um, so nothing like, to say to that huh no my first thought is so like Thomas Edison you have to find 999 ways for a joke not to land <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyone who does improv can tell you that is essentially what it is at the beginning at least no I just thought what can be the most brutal way to take that down a notch <laughs> I mean I trust me I've had very brutal takedowns in the past so I, I, I do not fear death or someone trying to take me down. Have you nearly died? I've been hit by Those a bus. Those are fun stories. What? Yeah, I got hit by a bus. That's a I've good been stabbed. A... I've been run over. Oh. Um, are any are... of these true? Yeah, they're all true. <laughs> so, like, what'd you get stabbed with? Oh. Like um, a... <laughs> thumbtack. <laughs> oh, okay. It was actually... Okay, so the story behind that was I was doing a shoot and I was playing a corpse because that's my acting ability. Um... So, basically, like, we were playing, and I was basically, like, a corpse, and they didn't have a coffin, so they just put me on a chair, and then I fell off the chair, and then my back burst open, there's blood everywhere. 
So in order to replicate this on film, they put a blood bag on my back. And they gave a guy who was going to pick me up, they gave him a thumbtack. And they're like, okay, just stab, stab the blood bag. And then it'll go everywhere. It'll be great. And so I was like, okay, sure. But wouldn't it just be better to have it, him have blood on his hand as opposed to having him stab me for blood? They're like, no, no, Lawson, it'll be fine. Everything will be okay. And so guess what happened? As soon as I fell down, the blood bag just happened to fly off of me. And then they just took that thumbtack and went to town for about 15 seconds because they're like, why is there no blood bag? And they just kept stabbing everywhere. And because I wanted to make sure it was still a good shot and I didn't know the blood bag was gone, I had to lay there still while being carried by multiple people <laughs> and while I was just being brutally stabbed. So, yeah. Sounds interesting. Well, after that, they didn't call me back. Like, <laughs> with, like the person who was in charge of directing did not look me in the eyes after that. Even to this day, I can still look. I can still like be in the same room as him. He won't look me in the eyes because I, I was like, hey, yeah, he's gonna stab me. It's like, no, it'll be fine. He stabbed me, and he's like, damn. <laughs> I was wrong. I was wrong, and I, I can't. I can't. Uh... Yeah. That's how I got stabbed. We should have an episode where we talk more about deaths, near-death sex experience. I've just nearly drowned and stuff, but I used to do a lot more adventure sports. Now I'm boring in telecom. <laughs> yeah, I nearly died when I was born. So, was a stupid I, I was just a bad baby. <laughs> right out the right at the yeah, bat. Came, I came out with a cone head. Oh, that's not that uncommon. Yeah, they use the vacuum on me, and essentially, because baby skulls are super soft, my head just conformed to the cone, so I came out like a tiny gnome. And never changed. <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> Audience, if you can't tell right now, uh, I have to like adjust the uh, headphone thing so that it's not over my crazy spike. <laughs> uh, do we have a final topic? Yeah, we do. It's uh, Dictators. Ooh. Oh, boy. Right. That's a fun one. Everyone name your favorite dictator on the count of three. One, two, three. <gasps> Stalin. <laughs> wow, you're the you're only, the only one who said something. something. <laughs> you're not supposed to have a favorite dictator. <laughs> you're going to be good at something. Might as well go all the way. He did it. I mean, you have a point. However, I don't want to congratulate Stalin because yeah, he killed like 12 million yeah, people. Yeah, he was pretty brutal. Uh, that's how you measure his success. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say, like, so a dictator by nature is probably pretty bad. However, if you look at monarchs, like in the past, pretty much all of them were dictators. No, I mean, they had legitimacy. I guess, but they, like, what Wait, def- can what? you be a dictator with, is, are you only a dictator without legitimacy? Is Putin? I have no idea, uh, like, what the definition no, for a dictator I, is. I think a dictator just means you have ultimate power. Yeah, because Kim Jong-un... Is a dictator. Right. But, but his country but, is super suppressed, but then Russia, Vladimir Putin is a president because Russia is not oppressed at all. They right. Vote. Is he a dictator? <laughs> no. Well, uh, there's definitely fucking stuff going on with Putin and the fact that, like... So he was basically prime minister... And once he hit his term limit as prime minister, he became president. However, in order when, when he was becoming president, he restructured the government so that the president had a lot more power. And then oh, he yeah, became I president. And so now, like, Russia always was a prime minister. But do you know about him? No, because Putin has that whole, like, cult of personality thing going on. You know, that thing they told us about in 10th grade, like, we were supposed to understand. Mm-hmm. And... 
you know, that's why you have so many images of Putin, like, riding a bear naked or shirtless and like, oh, yeah, I, I could do X, Y, and Z. Aren't I the best? Like, that's all propaganda to show, hey, look how cool your leader is. Follow me to the letter. Do you guys know who the Rothschilds are? Oh, oh, that's that crazy conspiracy, right? Well, they're like the most rich family in the world, apparently. Like, they have just so much money, it's unfathomable. Didn't their son or something just die recently? I I don't know, but uh, Putin just said the Rothschilds are no longer allowed in Russia. He, like, kicked them out. Really? Yeah. But can he actually do anything? If they have that much money, they could very easily just buy Russia. At the same time, he's the president, though. Is there, like, what is the story with them? Because I saw this, I've seen, I like watching certain conspiracy videos. Sure. And there's a big conspiracy theory that, like, um, the last five countries America's invaded or started foreign relations with is solely for uh, For the Rothschild. Yeah, like, they... (sighs) Like, we're opening up banks in the Middle East and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, they own, like, a bank where... All countries are pretty much invested in it, and there's mm-hmm. a few countries that aren't. Um, and that goes back to, like you were saying earlier, like uh, America rating certain countries, and that may be for the Rothschild. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, it's it's all conspiracy, and it's all up in the air. But they have so much money, it's it's kind of scary. The amount of money and power this family has is... It's just wild. I would like to have that much money, but I also really wouldn't because that would, because think about it. People would always be like, oh, hey, you must be evil because you have all this money. Like, no, just give me a cabin out in North Carolina. And just... You wouldn't have any understanding of value. That if is you also grew up true. In that environment, you know? Like, like you wouldn't even know how much dollars. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Hey, I want some candy. Oh, I guess we'll just buy you a shipping container full of three musketeers. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, thank you. I only needed the one. Like, you know, you just have absolutely no understanding. And they used to marry their cousins, their own cousins, to keep the money in the family, too, a long time ago. That's a little weird. Yeah. Personally, I I think we don't understand them because we don't understand what it's like to have that much money. Yeah, they're not really in the spotlight that much. No, they're not. I mean, most people. But what do they do? How do they get the money? It's it's the the banking, the the, the reserve banking I was talking Uh, about. So all these countries invest in this Where do they live? World bank. I don't know. No clue. I, oh, I don't really. I really bank. don't know too much about them. Um, I feel like I should know more about them because my roommate is like super about it. Um, but mm. it, it's it's weird. It's it's all very very weird. Interesting. It's just crazy to think about how like one family can just have that much money. It's insane. Yeah, but at the same time, if they want to be that secretive, it's like, then all you know is no value of anything, but then also is your own family, I Mm -hmm. assume. You know, if they're that secretive or just trying to keep things only there, that'd be kind of weird. Or maybe they're just a very boring family. I think that would be, like, the more likely conclusion. Like, they... Like, they could be like, oh, yes, we will have the most extravagant parties and yada, yada, yada. Or maybe they're just like, you know, we have basically all the money we could ever ask for. We could basically have anything we want. But honestly, I just want to kind of watch cable TV and drink. Man, if I had, like, all the money in the world, I would just have fun all the time. I would not watch cable TV and drink. 
If I had all the money in the world, I'd become the next Vince McMahon. I'd start feuds with him. I'd start my own WWE, and I'd just have massive fights with him. (laughs) I'd become this. I'd become the evil Vince McMahon. You know how much money that like I I was talking to someone recently, but it's like how much money WWE has made like since its inception. It's like it grew ridiculously fast. Yeah, it just has so much money at this point. It really does, and you know. He's the creator of it. He's a character in it. He just it's insane. He's, well, I, I think he's like like the third son, right? He's like down. the third or second one, right? But, but I mean, um, it's their the creation. original guy. It's not that old though. No, it's like, it's like twenty years, twenty thirty. I don't know. It's been yeah. around for a decent amount. I really wish the robot fighting would will hopefully take some of that. Like, there's no emotion there though. Well, actually, I. I'm saying this mostly because I just really love robots, but there's actually a robot fighting league that's going to be coming about soon. And I don't mean like... There's oh, hey, battle bots. Not battle bots. I'm talking like mechs. Like, like uh, 15 that, feet tall. That old movie, uh, Real Steel. Like yeah, that. Like, like Real Steel, but you have human pilots. So kind of like a scaled-down Pacific Rim. I don't okay. see that one. Uh, oh, here's Pacific Rim is honestly fantastic. But I've been... Uh, I back to the Kickstarter for this company, and they're called Megabots. And essentially, there is a Japanese robot, which is a fighting robot, and it has a chainsaw and everything, I believe. And Megabots also made a robot. So they called him up and says, hey, we have a robot, you have a robot, they need to fight. And so there's a whole thing going on. And, li- and I think in the next year, they're going to have like a big event. And from there, they're going to start a robot fighting league That's with cool. like multiple pilots. I think like if you look at the specs and stuff for Megabots, they have a drill now. They have a chainsaw. They have giant hands. Like they're building giant robots that are really cool and can keep fighting even when like they lose limbs and stuff. Like I'm, as someone who was previously in engineering and honestly loves science and stuff, seeing people like building giant robots or just giant robots in general, honestly, just get me really excited. I'm sorry that I sort of took over the discussion there. No, you're no, good. You're good. You're good. Uh, no, I've, I've seen some battle bots and such, and I have a friend that's in that league, um, and now they have a TV show, and apparently it's going well. But yeah, I did first robotics when I was in high school. I and did that too. Yeah, it was, it was a fun time. I learned how to weld, how to lathe, how to mill, mm-hmm. all kinds of machining stuff, and that's actually really helpful for telecom, because, well, set design. Oh, Think about right. it. Oh, hey, I sure. want to be able to have a space gun that looks like this. I, if I have the tools, I can say, hey, I can make that for you. Give me a day. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So I'd say we're just about good to wrap it up. So before Dude. we uh, wrap it up, how will we just go over some more topics for next time? All righty. All right. Uh, so, do we want to each add uh, something to the list? Yeah, we went through about four topics today, right? So let's mm-hmm. just yeah. add four more. All right. All right. So you start. Mine will be Switzerland. Um, mine will be dice. <laughs> I'll do the Mariana Trench. Ooh, that's always fun. Wrestling. <laughs> All right, and should we decide what our topics are now and prepare for them this time? No. How about we? Uh, how about we? Actually, yeah, we should. We should. Let's roll. Yeah. All right, and starting us off with Lawson is two dice rolling. He will get a... Hang on. It's being weird. 
All right, here we go. Lawson with a nine. Okay, Switzerland. All right. <laughs> I get eight. Speakers. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure that'll be interesting. All right. Dylan, five. Tigers. And, and bears. Oh, my. Sadrak, you get seven. Dice. Ooh. Nice. Good roll there. All right. So, yeah, that was off topic. I look forward to seeing all of y'all next time, and I hope everyone listening it tunes in next time as well. Uh, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Just check out the Off Topic Podcast, and uh, we'll see you soon. <laughs>